Yo, I'm Sarah, and you're listening to The Hype Train, an Infinity Train podcast miniseries. And this is episode two. We're going to be talking about story theories. Now, before I get started, I would like to say, in episode one, when I talked about my character theories, I did talk about a theory about the steward not being the enemy, and I talked about her um, just doing a steward's job by trying to make Tulip return to her seat. And the more I thought about it since I posted that episode, I think I did see somewhere online somebody else had come up with that theory first, and I might have just subconsciously been putting that out there. But I went searching through my social medias, trying to find, through my main social media that I use for Infinity Train, trying to find that person or that post, and I couldn't. So that one theory I do think came from someone else, and I just didn't realize it when I put it in the podcast. But all the other theories so far in the series have been my own and will continue to be my own. Alright, that being said, let's get started. For episode two, talking about my theories on the story of Infinity Train, I went ahead while at my parents' house this past weekend, because I don't have cable and they do, I went into the TV guide and went ahead to August 5th in the TV guide and I found the episode synopsis for every episode of Infinity of Infinity Train with the episode titles. So, what we're going to do in this podcast is I'm going to read each synopsis, starting with the grid car, episode one, which we've already seen, all the way to the finale. I'm going to talk about what I think the timeline of the show is going to look like, and what I think some overarching story things are going to be in in this in these episodes based on the synopsis we get. If you are listening to this podcast, or you, I, I realize I didn't say this in the first one, but if you are listening to this podcast and you have no idea what's going on, go onto YouTube, type in Infinity Train, watch that eight-minute pilot episode, then go into CartoonNetwork.com, watch the first episode called The Grid Car, and then go back onto YouTube and watch the trailers for Infinity Train. All of this content that I'm talking about is based off of that information, and it's also based off the San Diego San Diego Comic-Con panel with Owen Dennis, the creator of the show. Without further ado, let's get started. The first episode is called The Grid Car, and the synopsis for it says, Tulip, a headstrong 13-year-old girl, finds a mysterious train where every car has its own universe. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you already know that's the entire premise of the show, and that's how episode one gets started. Episode two is titled The Beach Car, and it says, Tulip strikes a deal with a cat in an attempt to go home. Very interesting that that cat comes up so early in the series. Episode 3 is called The Corgi Car, which fans are excited about. It says Tulip and One One explore a car full of corgis and face off against a mysterious monster. Episode 3, The Crystal Car. Tulip, Atticus, and One One enter a crystal forest car and have to take part in a musical ritual. The Cat Car is Episode 5. Tulip faces her past. I find it interesting that this episode has the shortest description out of all of them. Just two faces her past. The unfinished car. The gang enters an unfinished train car and tries to fix it. The chrome car. The gang meets a familiar face in a mirrored car. 
the ball pit car. The gang is confronted by a strange new force on a ball pit car adventure. The past car. Tulip takes a risk trusting an old foe. The engine. The series finale is called The Engine. Tulip makes it to the front of the train and is faced with a choice. This is all the official synopsis from Cartoon Network of every single episode. I'm going to be posting on my Twitter, um, ritzy underscore dragonfly, or you can look up the name Sarah Bays on Twitter. And you will find that I'll have the screenshots of every episode synopsis, so you can read them there. Before I continue with my theories of what's going to happen in individual episodes, I'm going to talk about what I think the overall sequence of events is going to be. We obviously know that the series starts with the grid car. And we saw in a lot of trailers that there's cars like a, like a car full of ducks, um, a car with musical instruments floating in space. There's a car with like a Halloween type party going on. There, um, there's all these other cars that Tulip is running through. And I believe those cars that weren't mentioned in these episode titles, because we, as we see from these episode titles, every episode is named after a train car. So a train car that we see in the trailers that has a name in the episode titles will be a feature car. I think all of those other cars that don't get mentioned in these episode synopsis, we're just going to see in episode two or three a montage of Tulip running through all these cars. We're not going to, like we saw in the trailer. Uh, so after the grid car we're going to see a montage of Tulip running through a bunch of cars and then beach car starts with episode 2 after we see a short montage and we have the beach car episode then I think it's possible we might see another short montage of Tulip running through different train cars but not likely Um, I I just think it's possible but it probably would be redundant at that point and then we'll start with the corgi car after that and the series will continue on like normal. That's how I think we're going to see these events play out in Infinity Train. Now that I've talked about how I think these events are going to play out, I'd like to talk about what I think of every individual episode based on the synopsis and information we have so far. The grid car I'm not going to really talk about because it's out on Cartoon Network's website. We've all seen it already, most of us, most likely. I don't think there's much to say about the grid car in this episode. There's not much to theorize about because we've seen it and we know. But I'd like to talk about the beach car. I'm going to go through these episodes in order. And then I'm going to talk about what I think the overarching story might look like. So the beach car. We're definitely going to get to meet that talking cat early on. And since it says that Tulip strikes a deal with this cat, I think the line that we see in the trailer, Tell me, kitten, do you want to get off this train? Is going to obviously be in this episode. And honestly, it's that line combined with this synopsis that we see of the beach car and the cat's car that makes me think this cat's going to be our villain in the series. Because we see in the beach car that Tulip makes a deal with this cat. But we also know from just the episode titles that in episode 5, the cat has its own individual car, which it's not in in episode 2. It's in a different car. Why is this cat able to jump around between cars? Every other character we see in, in Infinity Train only jumps between cars if they're with Tulip, Atticus, and One-One. 
the exception being the steward. But the steward works for the train. The steward repairs the train. That makes me think this cat doesn't just have its own car. It must work for the train in some capacity if it can freely move about the cars without being with Tulip. So, we're going to see the cat in this episode. This cat can freely move about the cars because it's outside of its own train car, and it makes a deal with Tulip. That will come back later when we see in the cat car that Tulip has to face her past. That's what I think. And then I think in the beach car, that water blob that we see in the trailers, we're probably going to get to see that sentient water blob. Um... We might also see Tulip potentially drowning because there is a scene in the trailers where Tulip is separated from one one and like it looks like she's underneath glass looking at him and she's partially in that water blob. So I don't know, maybe Tulip will come close to drowning. This will be an interesting episode, definitely. Then episode three is going to be the Corgi car. Um, I think if you just heard a smack, I just put my hand down. I moved my hand and made a smack unintentionally, so if you heard a random smack in the background, I'm sorry. The Corgi Car is episode three, and I'm really not expecting it to be much different. I think we're going to get a very close recreation of the pilot, because the Corgi Car was the main car in the pilot. But I do have two thoughts on this. We saw in the trailer that Atticus says, I'd like to accompany you on your journey. We know Atticus is a recurring character. He joins Tulip's little posse and goes with her on her adventures. I think, though, the the trailer leads us to believe that 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 line is Atticus wanting to go to different train cars with her. I think we're going to hear that line earlier in the episode when he asks Tulip to take him with her to face the monster. That's not that big of a deal. Pretty much what we saw in the pilot, but there's that. What's different about the Corgi car from the pilot is that in the pilot, the steward was fixing a broken pipe. What we see in the main series, in the trailers, is that the steward is fixing these broken panels. And these broken panels are glowing green and kind of glitchy. And I just think that the train's going to function in a different way and be broken in a different way than what we see in the trailer. I'm sorry, I just said I just said that the train will be, will be broken in a way different than what we said what we see in the trailer. I meant the train will be broken broken in a different way than what we see in the pilot because of what we see in the trailer. So that's all my thoughts on the Corgi car. We also have the Crystal car. And it said that they have to, that the gang will have to take place in a musical ritual in this forest. Now when I first heard that, I thought, ooh, are we getting two cars in one episode? Because we know there's a musical car. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know what? That musical car is probably going to be a part of that running through train cars montage I talked about. So there's some musical ritual in the Crystal car. And I don't really have much to theorize about this. Just some questions of what are we going to expect? Are the crystals what's making the music? Do Are there instruments in there? If there's instruments, are there crystal people in there? Um, 
Like, those are just my questions on that episode. I really don't know. I really, from the information we have, don't have much to theorize on how this ties into the rest of everything else. So I'm going to be brief and short about the crystal car and move on to the cat car. I brought up the cat already, but it is just so interesting that this cat has its own car. But we meet the cat earlier in a different car. And the synopsis for this episode is just Tulip Faces Her Past. It is, um... Sorry, I'm getting my thoughts together here. Um, It's just interesting that this is the one episode that has such a short synopsis compared to all the others. And it's dealing with... The title already suggests it's dealing with a character we already met. And when talking about Tulip's past, I have to wonder, is it going to deal with the past of her parents and her emotion, her emotional past with her parents' divorce? Or is that deal she makes with the cat going to come back to haunt her in this episode? Which I think it might. And that begs the question, and that begs the question, if Tulip faces her past, that itself sounds kind of ominous. If you're facing your past, it's usually not in a good way. So does Tulip's deal with the cat, is it not, is it not just bad for her? Is it bad for others? I think one thing we see in the pilot that we might see recurring in this series is Tulip learning to be selfless. Because in the pilot, she talks about, um, she she calls herself a selfish person. And she's like, ooh, that's not the word I want to use. But she it's to point out that even though that isn't the way she wants to describe herself, if she walks away from helping Corginia, that is her being selfish. And so, oh, now we see... That she's on this train car, she wants to go home, and she's made a deal with this cat, and now it's coming back to haunt her. Is this deal that she made possibly one that hurts her friends, and she has to back out of it to protect her friends because she's learning to be selfless? I don't know. And one of the reasons I think that theme of selfish versus selfless ties into this is because the very next episode is the unfinished car where Tulip and her friends decide to stop and fix it. Which to me, for a headstrong girl who's very determined to get home and spends the first part of the series running through all these train cars, desperately trying to get home, to stop and want to fix a train car is something I think she might only do if she needed needed to do it to get out of the train car. Unless... She's going through an emotional journey of learning to be selfless. And after the events of last episode with the cat's car, where she made a deal with the cat that was good for her, but not for her friends, and it came back to haunt her, and now she's learning to be selfless, well, now she's in this car that's broken and unfinished, and she she and her friends decide to try to help fix it. That's a, that's a storyline I could see happening in this. I don't know. But I also have to wonder... Because the synopsis says they decide to fix it. Well, if it's unfinished, it doesn't need to be fixed, it needs to be finished. Is this car unfinished, or is it broken? Because we already know the Corginia car is broken, and needs to be fixed. Is something wrong with the train? Is it falling apart? 
Is that why this mysterious force at the first episode is sucking people out of it? And then we come to the chrome car. And in the chrome car, Tulip and the gang meet a familiar face. And we have to ask, who is this familiar face? To our knowledge at this point, the only recurring characters outside of Tulip, Atticus, and One One are the steward and the cat. And looking at the synopsis of the chrome car, yeah, it just says they meet a familiar face, so it doesn't sound very ominous. Um, it might be someone they met in one of the other cars who maybe saw Atticus and One One and the cat all leaving their cars and decided they could leave their car too and came to help. Maybe the water... Ooh, that might be how the water blob ties in. Maybe the water blob from the beach car episode... I'm literally having this thought just now. Like, and we see the water co- blob in a trailer has Tulip and One One in it, which makes me think we only think that that scene in the trailer comes from the beach car episode because it's before Atticus is there. But maybe that beach blob is... The water blob comes back in the chrome car to help them. But it is a potential that the familiar face they encounter is the steward or the cat. Then we have the ball pit car. And what struck me as odd about this episode is that it says they encounter a strange new force on the ball pit car adventure. That strange new force. This is eight episodes into a ten episode series. It seems a little late in the game to be adding a strange new force. What is this strange new force? I don't have any theories on what it is, but I do have lots of questions. Is it connected to the train? Is it has something to do with how the train is run? Is it the force that sucked Tulip into the train in the beginning? Is it the force outside of the train that sucked the dude out and vaporized him? What is this strange new force? Has it been there all along and our characters just haven't noticed? I find it very interesting that a strange new force is coming in this late in the series. Then we have the past car, which honestly to me the most, I think is one of the most significant episodes so far based on the descriptions we have. I think the beach car, the cat car, the chrome car, and the past car are the most significant episodes outside of the series finale. Um, And the reason I say this is Tulip already confronted her past in the cat car. So why do we have a past car? Why isn't the car where Tulip confronts her past called the past car? I think these namings of these episodes and what happens in each car, it's all very intentional. Um, So I have to wonder, how does the past car work? Does Tulip go back in time? It says she has to trust an old foe. Is it the steward or the cat? I don't think the steward is actually the enemy, based on theories I discussed last episode. Um, and talked about earlier again in this episode. But if the steward's not the enemy, it could set up a situation where Tulip thought the steward was the enemy all along and has to trust the steward now in this episode. Maybe now the st- Tulip has to trust the cat again. But why? Why would Tulip need to trust these old foes? Are her friends in danger? Is she in danger? And this is the only way out? Is the only way out of the car? Only way to survive? Ooh, and then I have to wonder, ooh... I just thought about in the trailer a car I forgot about, which, I mean, it, it 
the car that the Indiana Jones car in the trailer where Tulip's running from the giant ball. We see that she's by herself in that episode, or appears to be by herself. One one might be in oh no, she can't be by herself because she meets one one right away. So either one one's in her backpack or one one's not it with her in that episode. In that in that Indiana Jones car. Which makes me wonder does that Indiana Jones car happened during the early on running through multiple trains car montage? Or does it happen in the past car and it's the past car because it's an old relic thing and she got separated from her friends and she has to trust an old foe to help her and her friends get out alive? I don't know. And then we have the engine. What's it's been building up to Tulip getting to the engine, getting a chance to talk to the conductor, to go home. But she's faced with a choice. And that's what's her choice? I'm honestly thinking that the choice might have something to do with and I mentioned it a bunch of times, but there's a potential situations where Tulip has to choose between herself and her friends. But that's because I think that the whole selfish to selfless thing is going to be a part of the series is her choice going to be between staying on the train to save her friends and going home is the choice going to be going home and forgetting all of this I mean I don't know and I know I've said I don't know a lot because honestly reading these synopses I have theories but I also have way more questions But I think I've said all my theories up to this point, um, that the cat is going to be the villain, that we're going to see the beach car and the cat car tie in, and I think in the cat car, we're going to see... I'm recapping all my theories, but that's going to give away the next part of this podcast, so let me just jump into the next part of this podcast, because that'll recap the theories. My theories of what I can piece together from these episode synopsis is that I think the first significant car is going to be the beach car, and Tulip's going to make that deal with that cat, and it's going to be very much foreshadowed that she's going to regret that deal. And then we go through our regular adventures, and we come to the cat car, and that's where her deal with the cat is going to come back to haunt her, and possibly put her friends in danger in that way. And getting out alive with her friends and being safe with her friends is going to be, I think, just something that gets to Tulip and helps her learn that she needs to be more selfless and think of others while she's on this train car and not just herself getting home. And then there's going to be the chrome car where Tulip Tulip and her friends decide in Tulip's emotional journey to become more selfless, she has to help fix this car. And then there's the past car where Tulip really is going to have to trust someone else for the benefit of her friends. And those are the four main cars that I think are going to be significant and is going to be the o- be an over not the overarching story but a continuous theme throughout this series. Now I know that Owen Dennis said that he in, in a Twitter post that they were able to drill into the emotional core of the show very early on. And I understood that to mean that in the grid car where we see Tulip being upset about her parents' divorce, that that means that Tulip's pain about her parents' divorce is the emotional core of the show. So while I don't know how that's going to tie into all these cars and all these adventures, 
I do think along the way as we go through these adventures and Tulip learns to be more selfless with her friends, that's also going to involve her dealing with her emotional pain. That maybe like just because she's hurting doesn't mean she gets to ignore her friends and not help them. And we might even see that tie back into Michaela, how Michaela said, Tulip, you're leaving me in my time of need, and Tulip just kind of brushed it off. And along the way, as Tulip learns to be more selfless with her friends and not let her pain control how she acts towards other people, it might also help her deal with the hurt from her parents' divorce and help her figure out a way to cope with that. Honestly, as far as thoughts and questions about individual episodes and theories about the overarching story of the series, that is all I have. That I think the four big cars are the beach car, the cat car, the chrome car, and the past car. I think the, o- the overarching story is going to deal with Tulip's pain from her parents' divorce, but the theme throughout it that helps her learn to deal with that is going to be this theme of her learning to be selfless and not selfish. As she starts off the series only thinking of how she can get out of the car, sees that get out of the train cars, sees that it hurts her friends, and sees that she needs to make a change in order to take to love the people around her. This has been episode two of the hype train. Episode three will come out sometime before August 5th, Lord willing. Stay hyped! <laughs>